You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. Great to have you guys along. Today's show is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. On today's show, some good news for Georgia fans pertaining to star receiver Jermaine Burton. We'll give you the latest on his injury update that he suffered on Tuesday. Also, LSU, Florida, and Kentucky all held their pro days yesterday. Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts, among the others uh, who worked out, but those two particularly may be sealing their fates as top 10 NFL draft picks. We'll discuss who else stood out. I'm Chris Gordy. Be sure to subscribe and follow Locked on SEC for free wherever you get your podcast. You'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each and every day. All right, let's jump into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the Around the conference. Georgia fans breathing a little sigh of relief today is uh, good news for them as it appears Jermaine Burton's injury will not cost him any time on the field this year. If you missed it, the young wide receiver was injured at Georgia's practice on Tuesday. He had to be carted off the field according to multiple reports. Burton had emerged as JT Daniels' go-to deep play receiver late last season and he is expected to carry that momentum into his sophomore year. That was until he suffered an injury, which turned out to be a hyperextension of his knee, according to Seth Emerson of The Athletic. Burton is expected to miss the rest of spring practice. The crew at Dogs 24-7 Sports also reporting that Burton is expected to make a full recovery well before the college football season arrives. While that news is great in itself, it's compounded by the fact Georgia's number one target, George Pickens, suffered an ACL tear this spring. Pickens has not yet been ruled out for the season, but he isn't expected to be on the field uh, by the time the season arrives. During his freshman year last year, Jermaine Burton had 27 catches for over 400 yards with three touchdowns. His debut season included an incredible performance against Mississippi State where he had eight catches for 197 yards and two touchdowns. So, good news for Georgia fans. Would have been catastrophic to lose two of your top receivers going into this season. Uh, The SEC just announced yesterday that their annual spring meetings will not be held in Destin this year, meaning Paul Feinbaum and his radio show will not be setting up from the beach as it's become a tradition in recent years on the SEC network. Instead of holding their traditional spring meetings, the SEC plans to hold a mix of smaller in-person meetings and virtual conferences to have this year's event. SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey issued the following statement on the decision. He said, the SEC spring meetings provide an opportunity to celebrate our achievements, plan for the future, and focus on our mission to serve people throughout our universities. We've learned a lot in the last year, including how to conduct effective meetings through technology. I believe a combination of smaller in-person meetings on varying dates and continuing use of virtual meeting technology is more appropriate given the current circumstances. Those meetings happen in May traditionally, so, you know, that is a little over a month away. I get the reason in doing that. The only concern I would have, uh, just for the SEC in general, their media days are scheduled for the second week of July, as they typically are. And as of now, they're planning to hold those in person, but it just makes you kind of your radar go up and wonder if they're not going to do spring meetings in person in Destin. 
will things change enough by July to have SEC Media Days in person? Worth keeping an eye on, and here's crossing our fingers and hoping that uh, things work out for the better. We'll, we'll plan to be there for, at SEC Media Days and bring you guys some great interviews and coverage from there. Other things across the conference, Gators head coach Dan Mullen spoke with the media yesterday. He said that the team will do meetings leading into Monday to discuss COVID vaccines so players can make their decisions. Of course, Florida, one of the states, stepping up now where uh, most anybody can get the vaccines. It's happening across a lot of states. Texas has already done it, Louisiana. So we'll be seeing it across the SEC states. And here's assuming a lot of the SEC college football players will uh, have the vaccine and hopefully that leads towards a return to normalcy sooner rather than later over at Georgia their uh, recruiting class picked up a new commitment and unlike the other pledges picked up by Kirby Smart's program this recruiting cycle this one comes from outside of the U.S. the Bulldogs latest commitment is a punter by the name of Brett Thorson from Australia he announced this commitment to Georgia yesterday he does not currently have a recruiting ranking listed but uh, his commitment gives Georgia 12 total commitments next year. The class currently ranks as the best in the SEC and number two behind Ohio State nationally. Over at Mississippi State, their next group of Bulldogs added another member on Wednesday. Defensive back Kylan, Green, uh, I'm sorry, Kylan Griffin of Montgomery Catholic Prep School in Alabama. He revealed he has committed to Mississippi State. He's rated as a three-star recruit according to 24-7 Sports and Rivals. Chose the Bulldogs over a host of other offers, including Florida State, Penn State, Michigan State, Iowa, and UCF, among others. But Kylan Griffin, defensive back, heading to Mississippi State. Over at Tennessee, the Vols were back on the practice field uh, yesterday. And based on a video that came out uh, from Tennessee, Josh Heupel's focus in practice has been on the quarterback spot. The competition to earn that starting role is expected to run all the way into training camp leading up to Josh Heupel's debut season on Rocky Top, but spring camp will provide plenty of opportunities for the quarterbacks to battle it out. Sophomore Harrison Bailey, Virginia Tech grad transfer Hendon Hooker, and redshirt sophomore Brian Moore are all currently battling it out with true freshman Caden Salter. Expected to throw his hat in the ring once he comes off suspension and is allowed to hit the practice field. College basketball news over at Mizzou. More guys on the way out. Missouri now has seen five players enter the transfer portal since their loss to Oklahoma in the first round of the tournament. The latest player to enter the transfer portal is junior guard Torrance Watson. The news of Watson's decision to enter the portal was first reported by verbal commits. He's a St. Louis native, started only six games in his three years in Columbia, made only one start during Mizzou's most recent two seasons. Following this news, Watson joins Xavier Pinson, Parker Braun, Mark Smith, and Ed Chang as Mizzou players to hit the portal this offseason. Uh, Smith, by the way, has already announced he plans to continue his college career at Kansas State. Baseball news, we didn't get a chance to mention this yesterday, but Arkansas, they continue to roll in the diamond. Their team ranks number one in Baseball America's top 25. They smashed Central Arkansas on Tuesday night 21-8, but the star of the night, was uh, Robert Morse of the, or, sorry Robert Moore of the Razorbacks, who hit for the cycle in the game. His incredible performance, first uh, program's first cycle since 1994, and helped the Razorbacks win their eighth game in a row. So, shout out to Robert Moore, hitting for the cycle for Arkansas on Tuesday night. 
Another uh, football or basketball note. Not long after their season came to an end, Arkansas junior guard Desi Sills has announced he is entering the transfer portal. Comes after he played in 32 games last season with 15 starts. Averaged 7.5 points down from his uh, 10.5 points from the previous season, but still a, a rotational piece for the Razorbacks, and he is on his way out the door. Will not play for uh, Eric Musselman anymore. The uh, Florida men's basketball program announced they will compete in the 2021 Rocket Mortgage Fort Myers tip-off later uh, or to start next season. Other schools scheduled to play include Cal, Ohio State, and Seton Hall. The event will take place Thanksgiving week. Game times, dates, TV info, all that will be announced at a later date. Georgia Bulldogs, they continue to schedule notable home and home series as their program just announced the addition of Louisville to their future schedule. The first game of that series will take place in Kentucky as Georgia will travel to Louisville September 19th, 2026. Louisville will make the return trip to Athens the following season on September 18th, 2027. And lastly, kind of a non-SEC note, but SEC-related, former Arkansas head coach and former Auburn offensive coordinator Chad Morris is returning to high school. He was just named the head coach of the Allen Eagles in Texas quickly before he flamed out as an SEC coach. He was a very successful high school coach in Texas. Uh, Allen, by the way, coming off a 10-1 and season, won their district in 2020. So shout-out to uh, Chad Morris. Wish him the best of luck back in the high school ranks. When we return, we'll start to recap some of the pro days, including LSU, Florida, and Kentucky. I'll let you hear from some of the players. That's next. RockAuto.com, a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. If you guys need anything for your vehicles, and I mean anything, you can find it at rockauto.com. The temperature is starting to get hot. A lot of you guys are going to be planning uh, summer road trips and all that. Make sure your car is ready to go, and rockauto.com has everything you need, from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, whatever it is you need. You can get it in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog, very easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your car and choose from the brands, specifications, and most importantly, the prices you prefer. And the best of all, those prices always reliably low and the same for do-it-yourselfers or the professionals. Why would you spend twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and make sure you're right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us section so that they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. It's rockauto.com. Hey, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow Locked On Today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Three schools in the SEC having their pro days yesterday, particularly LSU, Florida, and Kentucky. And wanted to recap a little bit of what happened yesterday. So let's jump in right into it with LSU. Their pro day yesterday, nine LSU football players working out Tuesday morning. Jamar Chase had not seen the field for any meaningful action since LSU beat Clemson for the national championship back January 13th, 2020. 
While he made the decision to opt out leading up to the start of the 2020 season, Chase showed no signs of being rusty during LSU's Pro Day yesterday. In fact, he may have helped his stock at the event. He registered a vertical jump of 41 inches, a broad jump of 11 feet, and a 40-yard dash in just 4.38 seconds. Needless to say, Chase is living up to the hype as potentially the best prospect in this draft outside of Trevor Lawrence. Let's hear a little bit from Jamar Chase. First off, he was asked about his decision to opt out this past season. Um, watching him this offseason was, you know, a, li- a little hard for me. Uh, I'm a real competitive guy, so I was always trying to stay in touch with my friends, you know, all the guys that were here. But, um, um, you know, watching them guys play games that I know we were supposed to win, probably the most hardest thing I had to do. You know, uh, I had to sit there and watch it sometimes. Sometimes I'd turn it off. So I'd probably say that was the hardest thing I had to do while I was sitting out this year. But um, you know, during the season, I didn't want to. I didn't want to play a few games and then, and then opt out because that doesn't look right. If I'm going to play some games, I might as well finish the whole season. Um, and I was still debating on if I was if I wanted to opt out in uh, spring when I did it. Yeah, you have to wonder if uh, LSU maybe wins some of those close games last year with Jamar Chase in there, particularly maybe that opener, home opener loss to Mississippi State. A little bit more from Jamar Chase. He was asked about his times yesterday, particularly his. 43840 that he ran. Yeah, I would say I kind of surprised myself. Um, I was going for a low 44, but uh last night I was feeling good about my starts. I felt like I could have got a 43 this morning. And um I did it. So I that was what I really what I was going for. One thing that's particularly intriguing is this looks like this will be a draft where quarterbacks will go with the first several picks. Cincinnati Bengals hold the fifth overall pick and the quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals won Heisman Trophy winner and former LSU quarterback Joe Burrow, who, of course, last played in college with Jamar Chase as his go-to target. So Jamar Chase asked about the possibility of the Bengals drafting him fifth overall and having a reunion with Joe Burrow. And me and Joe, you know, I, I, I wouldn't mind going back with Joe. Um, you know, if we go back together, we try and do nothing but get back on chemistry and have some more fun. Um, I don't really watch the Bengals offense as much. I just know Joe plays for them. Uh, I know T.G. Higgins is another receiver they have. Um, they spread the ball around a little bit. It looked like they run a little bit of our, our old offense I was in. So, Jamar Chase, a good fit for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals offense next year with Joe Burrow. We'll see if that happens. Another wide receiver that uh, put on a show yesterday at LSU, fellow wide receiver Terrace Marshall, who projects to go anywhere from maybe the back end of the first round to early in the second. He also ran a 4-3-8, identical to Jamar Chase. Speaking with the media after Pro Day, Terrace Marshall was asked what kind of team he'd like to play for at the next level. Uh, I mean, I just want to go to offense that throw the ball. Uh, and a QB, you know, that can get me there. Uh, it'll be the next level. So, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure no team would have a quarterback out there that couldn't throw. So, I mean, I'm just looking forward, you know, to, to going on the team, no matter which team it is, and I'll just, you know, contribute to that offense. With his uh, athletic traits yesterday uh, that he put on a show, uh, Marshall's frame, he's six foot, two and a half, 205 pounds, very versatile inside-outside threat. Uh, had a uh, contested catch uh, all throughout this season. Daniel Jeremiah was raving about him. He says, uh, entering the discussion as a day-one draft pick and asked by NFL Network's Jane Slater yesterday at the Pro Day if, she, if he considered himself a first-round type of player. The 20-year-old 20, 20 receiver did not hesitate and said most definitely. The third wide receiver from LSU, uh, Racy McMath, he beat both his teammates running a 4-3-4 
40, I was able to uh, ask Racy McMath a couple questions. And uh, basically a guy who projects as a special teamer probably at the next level, but maybe, you know, as a number four, number five type receiver. But he's got that track speed who can play gunner. He can play return man at the next level. So Racy McMath, another name to keep an eye on. Maybe middle to later rounds in the draft, but a guy that an NFL team will most certainly take a chance on. Uh, LSU linebacker Jabril Cox, another guy who could go in the first couple of rounds, uh, told the teams yesterday he had a slight hamstring strain while training for his pro day. It was a tough break for the uh, playmaking linebacker who played very well after coming over from North Dakota State. So Jabril Cox, uh, unable to work out for teams yesterday, but I'm sure he will get uh, maybe some um, you know, one-on-one workouts down the line once he gets healthy. And one other note, defensive back Kerry Vincent uh, for LSU ran a 4-3-3 40-yard dash for the Tigers. So blazing fast, and uh, we'll see what happens with uh, him in the draft. But good showing from all the LSU Tigers as a whole yesterday at the LSU Pro Day. When we return, we will uh, break down the Florida Pro Day and let you hear from Kyle Pitts, uh, Kadarius Tony, among others, and also we'll hit a little bit on Kentucky's Pro Day as well. That's next. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. We know that the uh, Final Four is set. We got all the games in action this weekend. Some uh, closer spreads than others, but if you want to get in on the action, Bet Online is where you need to go to do it. They've got real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has got you covered with all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets and it is free to sign up. Head to their website right now. You can do so on your mobile device. Sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you got to do is go to betonline.ag. You will find all you need right there, and you can get in on the action just in time for the Final Four games this weekend. It is BetOnline. They are your online sportsbook experts. We've been telling you guys about Built Bar, which, of course, is the best-tasting protein bar on the market. Built Bar is low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar, with 100% chocolate on all of their bars. And now is the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. They are winding down on the Built Bar madness. And I saw yesterday the bracket coming down to it. Cookie Dough Chunk won the flavorful four-sided beat-out cookies and cream, which I tell you guys all the time is my favorite. Cookies and cream is out. Cookie Dough Chunk is in. Uh, and on the other side, it looks like Mitt Brownie is... Uh, Stay in the course, beating out Coconut Brownie Chunk. So if you guys want to get in and vote on the final matchup, the championship matchup in the Built Bar Madness, go to BuiltBar.com or vote on their Twitter account, Bar underscore Built. And remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best-tasting protein bar. guys getting ready for the NFL Draft. You can join Locked on NFL Draft host Trevor Sakema and Benjamin Solak as they give you their latest positional rankings and analysis on the 2021 draft prospects with team-centric mock drafts and guests talking about their mock drafts. You follow the Locked on NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Continue our conversation of the uh, pro days. We talked about LSU, and now we uh, shift our focus over to the Florida Gators as Florida. Several player, former players worked out yesterday for talent evaluators. 31 of 32 NFL teams were represented in Gainesville yesterday. It was fun to see former Florida coach Urban Meyer snapping some photos with current head coach Dan Mullen prior to the pro day workouts, of course. Meyer, now the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach. But uh, the, all eyes and all discussion was on Kyle Pitts, the big tight end from the Florida Gators, who may have just secured his selection as a top five pick in this year's draft. No performance in a pro day is going to make an NFL prospect. But if you watch Kyle Pitts this year, you know he's already earned every bit of the lofty hype surrounding his talents as he takes his game to the next level. He measured in at six foot six, 246 pounds and clocked a 4-4-4 40-yard dash. Florida coach Dan Mullen afterwards said, who's going to cover him? <laughs> With his speed, his size, his athleticism, and his ball skills, you can have a lot of fun in a game plan room putting Kyle Pitts all over the place. Dan Campbell, the new Detroit Lions coach, said, quote, he's a different bird than what a traditional tight end has been or certainly has been when I played. He said, look, he's one of those guys that's talented, but there's a number of guys up there that are very talented. It's a number of guys that you'd be fired up to have one way or another. So Dan Campbell may be deflecting a little, but if he's on the clock, or if he's still available when the lines are on the clock at 7, I think uh, Dan Campbell and company will be running up that note card to uh, get Kyle Pitts' name in there. But let's hear a little bit from Kyle Pitts, asked what he wanted to show in his pro day yesterday. Uh, you know, you know, with me missing that, I, I wanted to show everybody my strength, and my speed. So getting out there and doing those bench numbers, I feel like that kind of brought a lot of people. They didn't expect me to do that many, but in the forty, I wanted to run sub four five. So that was something that I also wanted to show. And just going out, just showing me being elusive in and out of in and out of breaks, and just you know, just playing football. Uh, no, I'll be. No, I'm more than happy to even to get the invitation to go to the uh, draft. Is, is something that's and a lot of people didn't get to do that, but me never get that invitation is kind of special to me so just you know wherever the chips fall is where they fall but if I do happen to go top five that'd be something you know, crazy for me and my family are you going yes ma'am okay thank you it's a little hard to make out there but Kyle Pitts said uh he did get an invite to the NFL draft in Cleveland and he is going unlike Trevor Lawrence who already declined uh his invite he says he'll watch it over at uh Clemson with family and friends, but uh, Kyle Pitts planning to go to Cleveland. A couple more from Kyle Pitts. Asked how his game will translate to the next level. I think it'll translate because now in the, at the tight end position, they're starting to be able to get used a lot more in, in the past game. Back in, in the 70s and the 90s, you were lucky to get six six receptions, so now the tight ends are used. Backside, three by one, attached, detached, and in all these different places, it makes them easy to get you know mismatches so that that's a that's a reception that could be a touchdown so just you know, now it's kind of the position that's starting to evolve and one more from Kyle Pitts asked about uh, if any team has asked about him playing wide receiver has any team talked to you about playing receiver or, or do you, they feel that you're a tight end at the next level uh, no team is talking about playing receiver or every team is talking about me playing tight end and using me in different ways and with that being said, is it safe to assume you've probably talked with every last team in the NFL? Uh, not every last team, but I did talk to a couple. <laughs> yeah, don't ask Kyle Pitts to play receiver. He's a tight end. In fact, Mel Kuyper put out yesterday that Kyle Pitts is his highest-graded tight end ever. And look, it's worth noting. I mean, we talk about highest 
tight ends that have gone in the draft in recent years. I think we're talking Kellen Winslow and Vernon Davis, who went sixth each in the past 20 years. Kyle Pitts has a chance to go higher than both of those guys. His teammates, Kadarius Toney, he ran a 40-yard dash times of 4-4-1 and 4-4-4. Pretty darn good. Daniel Jeremiah said he loves Kadarius Toney's playmaking ability and his dynamic route-running skills, but he initially wasn't sure about his straight-line speed. So he said to make a simple pronouncement on the uh, NFL Network yesterday, he is a first-round wide receiver, absolutely. Here was Kadarius Toney asked about how he got better this year on the field. Yeah, I feel like I approach like every play this year is a like different opportunity to, you know what I'm saying, like handle business, like whether it was a route or if it was like just blocking. Like I just feel like every play I had to have that drive and that willingness to, you know what I'm saying, put my life on the line for my teammates, you know what I'm saying, like stuff like that. One more from Tony. He was asked who he would compare his game to at the next level. Is there anything you look at from NFL players and, and hey, I want to take a little bit of this part of his game, a little bit of that part and, and kind of, you know, to make your own self. Is there anyone you look at? Uh, yeah, I like the bunch of the albums. He's real smooth and so sudden out his breaks, and he kicked almost everything. And uh, Camaro with his balance and stuff, like I try to implement that, implement that in my game as far as like when I'm over versus, uh, got a chance to pick up a few more yards. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Like I try to carry it over. You got the same uh, nose piercing that that Alvin's got too. Yeah, it's like my brother. <laughs> so that's Kadarius Tony. Keep an eye on the Saints late in the first round. If uh, Sean Payton sees Kadarius Tony still there, he may go and grab him to pair him with Kamara in that offense. Meanwhile, the Gators Heisman Trophy finalist quarterback uh, Kyle Trask threw for a large contingent of scouts yesterday. Measured in at six five and a half and two hundred thirty six pounds, had all of his top targets catching him his passes, including Pitts, Tony, and. Wide receiver Trevon Grimes, who, by the way, uh, Grimes ran a 4.51 and a 4.49, so pretty solid for him as well. Uh, Trask started off with short routes, eventually lengthened them out to some uh, intermediate, deeper throws. Daniel Jeremiah said he's accurate and has a big guy. He's actually more of a touch thrower than he is a huge armed power thrower. Uh, Trask did run a little bit of an underwhelming 5-1-1 40-yard dash, but nobody's going to ask how Trask to go run around out of a football field. It'll be interesting to see where he gets picked in the draft in a couple of weeks one other guy uh, to keep an eye on marco wilson of course the famed defensive back most famous for throwing the shoe at the end of the lsu game that uh, florida lost in the swamp but i saw mock draftable tweeted out i don't know the best jumps from this year at the moment but marco wilson's reported 43 and a half vertical jump would be fifth best among cornerbacks since 1999 you compare that marco wilson ran a 437 twice the 40-yard dash. Yeah, Marco Wilson is going to hear his name called relatively early in this draft. Here was him discussing what he learned this year. And I, I just really learned how um, just a silly mistake uh, could have could affect me. I mean, I was getting uh, disgusting messages in my in my in my Instagram stuff like that. Just really see how quick people could really just turn on you and how negative they could really be uh, in a tough situation. How. Uh, people could really not understand how things uh, may play out in life. Um, but it's understandable. I mean, I learned that lesson. also learned that uh, my brothers that I had on this team were really uh, they're really here for me. Um, they didn't, like, beat me up or anything in the locker room. They just talked to me. And then we had a, a game coming up next week and just got ready to attack that. So there you go. That's Marco Wilson from Florida. Over Kentucky, 11 total Wildcats participated in their pro day, and most took part in every workout available under Mark Stoops. 
Uh, Kentucky has seen 11 players get drafted. Multiple players earn free agent contracts as well. Seven of the draftees came over the last two drafts. Uh, Jamin Davis, he was one of the fastest risers in Daniel Jeremiah's top 50, having moved up 11 spots in the latest update. His Pro Day performance justified the hype. Uh, Jeremiah attended the Kentucky Pro Day. Said Davis was uh, came in at six foot three, 234 pounds, produced a 449 40-yard dash, a 42-inch vertical, and an 11-foot broad, broad jump. Davis excels in space and pass coverage. Uh, Jeremiah wrote, and he believes he'll be a first-round pick. That would be uh, certainly a big jump uh, for Davis out of Kentucky. Quentin Bohanna ran a, a 5-3-4-40. Drake Jackson did not run, but he measured in at six foot two, 293 pounds. And Kentucky running back A.J. Rose, he ran a 4-3-7, uh, 40-yard dash. Asked what uh, NFL teams are getting if he's selected. He said, like I tell all the teams in interview, you be if you draft me, you're getting a dog. Somebody with speed, somebody who can make plays with the ball in their hands. And lastly, Kelvin Joseph, maybe the biggest prospect out of Kentucky. He ran a 4-2-8, 40-yard dash. Uh, he, of course, started his career at LSU and finished at Kentucky. Speaking with the media, Joseph said, the transformation going from LSU to Kentucky, teams ask about the difference, the coaching styles. A lot of different coaches I've played for. It's just about comparing and contrasting, but as a whole, they helped me get better and helped me get to this point, so I am thankful for both. So there you go, recapping the uh, three schools that had their pro days yesterday in LSU, Florida, and Kentucky. Crazy we're talking about so many SEC schools with first-round talent this year. Alabama may set the record, but LSU should have a couple of guys. Kentucky in there, Florida in there. It's going to be uh, really fun to see that draft in a couple weeks and hear all the SEC names. It's going to do it for me, Chris Gordy, here on Locked on SEC. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Expecting to catch up with our buddy Zach Blackerby. We'll do a little bit of an Auburn edition of Locked on SEC to uh, talk about Auburn's spring practice and look ahead to Brian Harson's year one in the SEC. That's tomorrow. Locked in SEC. We'll talk to you guys then.